The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones and Ling Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoit with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Parks Motor Sales in Columbia has a large assortment of quality, new, and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, a trusted sales staff, and financing plans that fit any budget. Visit Parks once and you'll quickly discover why people all over Middle Tennessee have been buying vehicles there for more than 60 years. And factory-certified technicians can service and repair your vehicle as long as you own it. Go to ParksMotorSales.com or stop by the lot at 919 Nashville Highway and take a test drive today. Local high school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Seven minutes past 10 o'clock hour, we are joined on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, as we are each and every Monday, by the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters, brought to you by the law offices of Blake Kelly. Blake specializes in accident and injury law across Middle Tennessee. Give him a call, 615-305-4539, or visit his Facebook or Instagram. Be happy to help you. As we welcome in Chip this morning, uh, we hello. I don't know. I don't know if we should even broach this subject on the air. Maybe we should let JP ask him off the air if Go we ahead. can broach Go it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He said. Well, some interesting news out of News Channel Five. Uh, credit to whistleblower for saying that there are some college football teams and coaches who failed miserably on COVID-19. From what we understand and the other interviews we've seen, we're aware of who this whistleblower is. And um, you're closely related to the program in which he used to work. Right. Any thoughts on what he had to say? Or what did you experience as far as the COVID-19 uh, protocols at MTSU. Uh, and I can answer the, the second part, uh, obviously from a first person. Uh, what I can tell you is that I was tested 22 times during the football <laughs> season. And, uh, the, uh, I'm not at practice every day. Uh, and the, you know, and, and what I saw on video as opposed to hearsay, uh, in the story was basically guys enjoying a win. I, I'm guessing that was probably after the win at Troy, uh, some of the locker room video. Um, but all I know is I was given very strict instructions on where to go, where you can't go, what you, you know, when, when you need to have your, your mask on. And, uh, I mean, it was very, it was very different. I mean, and it really started hard on that the opening week of the season against uh, Army about all the procedures and protocols that we were having to to go through. Um, you know, Army uh, was when we were when we went there in first week of September. Uh, 
uh, you know, we were told at that point they had not had a single case uh, on on their on post or on campus since June, and so obviously they were going to be very very tight with it. Uh, you know, it was even to the point of you know as we pulled to the end of the hotel from the I mean everybody's masked up on the airport. I mean, I heard one comment that there was someone who, uh, a certain player who that w- did, was not named that, you know, never wore a mask. Well, that's that was not true because where I sit on the airplane, I, I see everybody get on, and everybody was, was masked up. Um, I'm not sure what the reasoning is uh, with this, uh, but, you know, I, I've seen a lot of social media um response uh and you know you you expect players to uh you know rally around their coach and and uh and and it is from what i've seen it has all been you know even the players uh who were under said whistleblower have have chosen the side of the head coach in this in this uh little whatever kind of contest you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> or, or, leave that or, up to the imagination. From, 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 from another uh, social media thing, uh, a Tony Romo contest uh, after, after he uh, got, uh, had a photo from the Super Bowl yesterday. But anyway, bottom line is, is, is I, everything that I saw and experienced throughout the entire football season uh, from was, you know, totally legit and, and up and up. Are you going to, are there going to be, uh, when you have a travel party of 150 people, uh, and are there going to, is there going to be a moment when, you know, not everything is, is followed 100% and, uh, by, by accident? Yes. But did I ever see any willful, uh, disregard for protocols, no, and and uh, and and I think that you know everybody you know around the country had you know that was doing their best to do all to follow all of the protocols that quite frankly changed from week to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, that you know even in the SEC, I mean, we saw games get canceled, moved, that kind of thing. So it was not, you know, that that's that was something that that was, you know, they you're trying to deal with something that nobody has ever dealt with before. And you know, it, it was a moving target, but you know, I, I have to say that, you know, I I again, what I experienced was, you know, very much attention to detail down to the point of how many people can get off the bus and get your hotel room keys at, at one time. time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so to keep groups of people small, how, uh, how you sit on a bus, where you sit on a bus in relation to other people, uh, you know, those kind of things, uh, you know, eating in, in a hotel became this year you go and you pick up a box and go back to your room. So there, there was, you know, everybody's going to have a take on it. Uh, to me, it was nothing out of, 
you know, I, I didn't see, I've not seen anything out of middle, whether it's football, basketball, the two sports that I deal with the most. Uh, there has been no, nothing lacks about going about doing it the right way. How many pauses so did you guys have? Was it just the one? Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Uh, well, it, it kind of it got mounted up kind of at the end. Uh, you're talking about football, right? Yeah. Well, football, you had. I'm trying because you had Charlotte canceled because of issues in their program. You we had. Uh, FAU was coming here. We went to FIU. FAU was coming here. That did not happen because of things in their program. Then at the end of the year, you had a UAB game that did not happen because of issues in Middles program. So that's so it's just where, the one for you guys. Just really the one. And 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 at that point, I think there was some talk of 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 having the of having the FAU game try to make it up uh and and also Old Dominion you know chose not to play this right. year so so there was that that's why the season ended up a week or so earlier than expected so you know that so that yeah that was that and then basketball got started and and uh and there was a pause when middle there was a that basically lost four straight games to COVID because you had a, the two games with Bellarmine and the two games with FAU were both uh, gone and knock on wood. Since then, the COVID issues have have backed away, but the injury bug has hit mm-hmm. uh, Nick McDevitt's team pretty hard. Although they had a really good weekend and swept Charlotte, uh, so you know, so you know, it is now you're getting into the spring sports. Baseball scheduled and well, baseball and softball scheduled to start here within about ten days. We're looking forward to that with um, Bryson Thomas, the former Spring Hill pitcher, first baseman, DH, yep. expected to kind of be in the middle of things for for um, the Blue Raiders over there this time around. So um, that'll be worth keeping an eye on. But and you a know, young before, catcher. I'm sorry, and a young catcher, a young catcher from Zion. Isn't he oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's right. They really Riggs like Rutter. Yeah, yeah, yep. Very versatile yep. kid. He played a lot of second base for them as well. So I'm not. I'm not sure where where he fits in. Admit. Oh, we've also got the two kids from Columbia Central. Um, I'm sorry. The Look pitcher. The pitcher. Um, Ham. Jaden Ham. Oh yeah. And um, Devin Simler from Central. Look at there. Yeah. We got all kinds of folks. It, I'm just not in baseball mode yeah. right now. The dimple yeah. or nearby the dimple. Exactly. The yeah. So um pretty exciting. But before we get there, again, Chip, you, you mentioned and we're visiting with Chip Walters, the the voice of the Blue Raiders. He is um presented weekly by the law offices of Blake Kelly, specializing in accident and injury law. You can reach him on Facebook, on Instagram, or on his phone, six one five three zero five. Four five three nine. Give him a call. Um, as you said, Chip, nice weekend for the Blue Raiders with their um, sweep of Charlotte. Yeah, you know uh, Charlotte and Middle. When you looked at numbers going into it, Charlotte was like 
four games over 500. Uh, Middle has had its struggles in, in with getting a, a, you know, a complete roster. And, you know, the last two weeks played really well against Western and UAB, led in the second half in three of the four and had nothing really to show for it. Uh, but, you know, you could tell they were playing a lot better, and it was a direct result of finally getting uh, a good group of players enough to be able to scrimmage uh, <laughs> five on five uh, at one time. And then you had, you know, you, you had uh, Donovan Sims had gotten hurt uh, in, with a, a knee injury, had some surgery, so he's out still for another couple of weeks. Jalen Jordan uh, got hurt uh, in the Western game. First, a minute into the first game against Western, he uh, had the compound, a, a, a compound dislocation. Let's let's, let's not let's, let's, let's just not keep talk going. about that injury. Yeah, anymore. yeah. let's just yeah. move past that. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> it, was, it was. But anyway, the thing was, he came back this week. How? Uh, Jared Coleman Jones, the transfer from Northwestern, he was out uh, due to uh, uh, due to uh, uh, a concussion protocol and so the the game friday night was you know was really a good college game both teams shot just over 50 percent you know good just good play on both sides really fun game to watch then with 11 minutes to go dontrell Schuler, who had been out uh and had just gotten back and cleared to play uh at, at the 11 minute mark he's got 15 points on the night and is on his way to having a, a huge night and best on ball defender against a couple of Charlotte's really good scores. Uh, he uh, comes down wrong and tears his ACL. He's done mm. for the year. And so, I mean, the next time Nick McDevitt's team gets a good break, it'll be the first time. <laughs> uh, and, you know, but then they, they, you know, the thing is they've been so resilient having gone through whether it's physical injuries or COVID problems or whatever, they come back out the next day and just blow the doors off Charlotte uh, in a game where you really had an expectation that Charlotte was going to come back and play with a, a pretty good deal of desperation to try to gain the split. But, you know, middle played well, uh, got, got, you know, got good contributions from all across the floor and uh, now they have to turn around, and it doesn't get any easier. They turn around and have to go to Marshall and uh, Coach D'Antoni's hilly, hillbilly ball uh, this week up in Huntington. Yeah, but one of the good things that, that happened this weekend was you had some fans in the stands. Yep, did. That was and, cool. And, and Coach and players were very quick to, uh, to acknowledge that and to uh, give, them, uh, all, give them tons of credit because – you know, it's funny, the weekend before uh, against UAB and Western, the two weekends, you know, there were there were points in both of those games where had you had a typical crowd that was there, the situation where it would have been a natural reaction for the crowd to jump in and lift up the team and that kind of thing, and it was not there. Well, this weekend it was there, and it will be there this week when the Lady Raiders are back at home to take on Marshall. So it was a uh, – you know, even though you're talking about 800 to 1,000 people in there, uh, you know, it was still a major difference over, you know, the maybe 50 people or so 
that were players' families prior to that. Now, the one thing I will also tell you regarding standings, uh, it was a huge weekend for middle uh, on the men's side. The women's side, they split at Charlotte, but they still hold a uh, – they still hold a four-game lead in the uh, five-game lead in the win column uh, at ten and two in conference play, while Charlotte is in second place in the East at five and three. The thing that you're going to have to remember, and I heard you guys talking about it on the high school side, is that not everybody is going to play the same number of games this year. So instead, of, you know, instead of normally just looking directly at the win-loss, you've got to look at win percentage mm. this year. Like right now, Charlotte at five and three is technically ahead of FIU on the women's side, who is six and four. You know, so you think, well, how does the team that has more wins, how are they not ahead? <laughs> but it goes back to winning percentage. Now on the men's side, where you look where the where the Blue Raiders are, they uh, FIU pulled off a a. a Forty-three point home loss on Saturday, but and and got swept at home over the weekend, and 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 middle with a sweep at home, jumped uh, almost two games ahead of FIU in the Eastern Division. So they put themselves in a in a decent spot, and now you just have to defend that that spot in the standings to get the ticket to to Frisco for the conference tournament. You just answered my question. I didn't know how the tournament was being handled, whether you guys were playing at higher seeds or how it was working. How many teams are going? Is everybody going to the tournament? No, 12. 12 of the 14. So basically six out, the top six out of each division, in which they went to divisions this year, which, and and then, you know, uh, but right now, Western and UAB are, are leading the two divisions. Uh, as of this morning, the, the odd men out are FIU and Southern Miss. Okay. And Middle lost that Southern Miss, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, got swept down there, lost a, lost a 30-point, came on Friday night, came back the next day, and lost by five. Okay. So, crazy. All right. Going to be a wild finish to the year in Conference USA, and hopefully the injury bug won't keep you guys down <laughs> too much longer. I, know, I mean, goodness gracious, Man, it's yeah, been the, rough. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the Dontrell Schuler's injury is Brutal. that that one is really tough uh, because he is. I mean, he's definitely gone for the year, mm-hmm. and we'll we will get Donovan back here in a couple of weeks, which that'll help. Uh, but uh, Jalen Jordan has really stepped up. Jordan Davis uh, played very good over the weekend, and and uh, Jace Johnson has been just really really good lately, and uh, got a great game, a great floor game out of uh, DeAndre Dishman. His numbers didn't jump off, but but uh, as a post player, I mean, he had t- a ton of assists over the weekend, and just defended their post players really well. So. We've got a Friday, Saturday uh, on, on the road at Marshall this week. So there we go. Hey, before we let you go, Chip, one question. I know when we started talking about basketball back in the fall, Chris was really excited about Elias King, the transfer from Mississippi State. What's been now, his he situation? Came, he had been somewhat quiet, uh, came out, hit a hit a big three uh, 
on Friday night against uh, against Charlotte, then came back and had 15 uh, on Saturday. Best game by far that, that uh, Elias has played. Matter of fact, I think he scored more Saturday than he scored his entire freshman year at Mississippi State. All right, that's this, good to hear. this is a good, and this is a good time for it. I would think it's a fine time for him to step up. Going to need him. absolutely true. Okay. Going to need him. All right. Well, thanks, Chip. We appreciate it as always. Chip Walters on Monday. Thanks for your time. We'll talk to you next Thank week, you boys. All right. Good deal. All right. That's Chip Walters. Brought to you by the law offices of Blake Kelly, specializing in accident and injury law to cross the midstate. On the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. He was on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.